Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. We come to you at what I guess will have to be our semi-normal time from now on. I uh, I kind of forgot we're back across time zone. Well, it's going to have to be this time. What day of the week is maybe different, but oh. I kind of totally forgot Sam's got a real job and stuff. He's got responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not trying to be funny. I totally forgot when I was like, yeah, I can, I'm on the way home. I can do it. And Sam's like, I have four more hours of work or whatever. <laughs> right. I'm exaggerating, but. I had to go to, you know, senior speech today with one of your outfielders, Sam. Uh, who was that? Uh, Blurmy. Oh, okay. That was good. Did you say it was boring? No, it, it, his That's his nickname. One of his nicknames is Bormy. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, but, uh, I was like, if you didn't say, I mean, now if people know who it is, they're going to know what you really think about it. No, he's a, I, uh, I think uh, he listens, so I, I would never say Yeah. Well, we may have to talk about him if he uh, continues to play football as well as he is. He may be going All-State. I think he is All-State in football. There's no question. There's so much I could say, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, no, he's at a, he's at a, and there's a big home game Friday back on the sideline. We have a new, um, we have, we're training in a new uh, chain ganger. Um, oh, that's big time. You both know him. He's, he's a little nervous. I would kind of, I have to be honest, I would assume, I would assume we would know somebody if they'd be willing to do the St. Thomas chains. I told a lot of people, not to put pressure on you, Dad, but I told a lot of people, uh, I guess two weekends ago now, that you're on the chain gang. Um, and so now a lot of people, well, a lot of people ask. And I said, yeah, he's... No, uh, for the past couple of years, Dad was on the chain gang, and this year he leads the chain yeah, gang. Yeah, not yeah. I, think I, you, I told him that. I told what's him more that. embarrassing, leading it or being a part of it? First of all, I told him that you you were the you were the team leader. I was clear about that. I'm the, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. Yeah, I was clear, but I, I mean... I got. Why am I sitting here doing the podcast with my glasses on? I don't. What do I need to read? But anyways, um, that, was a, that was a question to myself. What's more embarrassing? I mean, I'm always been a leader, not a follower. Okay. So I would say nothing's embarrassing. I mean, it's. So the new person, uh, he was a little nervous, and he said, "Is it?" Do you think I'll be able to figure it out? And my question was, can you stand there and hold the pole? And he said, I think so. And I said, then you should be fine. That's all the training we need. That's all the training you need for something else. Did you stretch him out or did you let him do his own stretches? Uh, he's going to, oh, oh, you mean him physically stretch him out? Yeah, because I know you yeah, have no, a stretching uh, I'll in. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to. Before the game, we'll do our pose. You know, we'll do our hold the stick pose a couple times, which I, which you know, I do before I leave the house, and I'll get him in. It's supposed to be like seventy-two degrees, which is pretty crazy. He caught a break there. He's only a fill-in. Uh, two of our chain ma- chain gang members are down for this week, so um, injury, personalities, no, lack of dedication. One's yeah, going to be Door yeah. County, and one's hunting hunting turkeys. Well, which, that's you know, dedication's a direct. Uh, a direct correlation to leadership. Can we, right? And that's why they're. I'm slowly gonna phase them out. But can can we talk about turkey hunting? Like, I, full disclosure for those listening, and I don't want to offend anyone. Not the biggest hunting people. Yes, which is fine. Life's about choices, unless I guess you're Jensen, who's running for governor here. That's not to get in. But so if you like hunting, that's awesome. But of all the hunting, like to sit in a tree and try to find a deer or a duck, I mean, I feel like a turkey, which true, I could go literally out 10 feet outside the window. There's about 30 of them. I don't feel like hunting turkeys would be that difficult. Am I off base here? Well, they're smaller. But they don't, I mean, can you really not find a turkey and are they going to run away? I don't, I, you, you know, that's, if hunting's not exactly my forte. I, I get, that's why I'm, it's not mine either, but I just feel like a turkey. Anyways, um, I, do you want to know who the new member is? Sure. Do they want to let the world know? He's a huge listener to the show. Is ours initials BT? 
Uh, no. BM? Yes. Oh. I know. I do know who it is. Coach Brian Myers. Shout out to Brian. Well, I'll, I will report next week on how he does. He's where? Doing- where is he? Uh, what's going to be his role? Uh, well, I'm going to give him the choice of of being on the sticks with me, or the clip. The clip, uh, there's a lot of bending over involved, and you have to line it up on the line. Yeah, and you've been complaining about that. Well, I only Under- done understandably I- so. Understandably. Yeah, I've only done it once. I'm I'm more on the chain, the stick. So I I think we'll probably have him on the stick, but whatever he's more comfortable doing. He's a little nervous about it. He's also nervous because he could be his uh, significant other could give him birth by half time. But that's, you know. Seems like an interesting time to make your not, gang debut. I've already told him he can't leave. I mean. We, yeah, I mean. You don't have. She, I think she would understand. I do, too. And then Monday night, he'll be at the wrestling matches, Monday Night Raw, which I think we needed. I think we're. We need to discuss a little wrestling, but uh, he'll be at Raw, and once again, he's not leaving that. In fact, he uh, bought a T-shirt, but he won't tell me which one. He already bought the T-shirt. Yes, he ordered it. <laughs> is he a member of the Bloodline? I can I see him know. as one. How about the honorarios? Uh, I, ha- I honestly, God, if the line wasn't, if I had time, I would order. I want an honorary ooze shirt. That's that might be. You talk about a G. You could probably Amazon Prime one for in a day. Maybe they have them. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I think I might. You you being a marketing, you graduated in marketing. Dad. Yes. You you cut out for a moment. Oh, Sam, you graduated in marketing, right? I I, I did. Okay, that honorary Oost T-shirt is maybe is a genius marketing move. You know what I mean? They they've probably sold millions already. Did you watch that whole thing? The Sami Zayn where he got his own shirt? Yeah. Yeah, that Honorary was hilarious. Hilarious. Well, and Roman Reigns, I mean, he sold that so well, and right. it was uh, it was all all perfect. So. And you got the one Uso who's the the one Uso who doesn't like uh, Sammy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Jimmy, right? Jimmy doesn't. Jay. Jay doesn't. Jay does not like him. How would you know? Na- Naomi's Naomi's husband doesn't. I only know because I know Jay's the one that doesn't like him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't figure out what the deal with Naomi is, why she's not back. I'm assuming she's going to join the bloodline. But um, it was brilliant. They may have her and Sasha do their thing together when they're back. At this point, they have so much hype, they're probably saving, you know. They, oh, they know. don't like they don't need to they don't need to keep bringing these people back. They have the ratings, you know. Well, and so these people yeah, lost they, time or what? I'm curious Monday and they have this white rabbit thing going on. They got people yeah. talking. That's bizarre. Yeah. Another marketing. Uh... Well, that's there's rumors that's that's Bray Wyatt. Well, here's the. But problem. it could also be Bad Bunny. It, it, yeah. yeah, it could be Bad Bunny. Okay, here's the problem they have. If it's not Bray Wyatt or someone at his level, yeah, they got big issues. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I think they, they do know. I think they probably realize that. But you are you are right about that. Because they have taken everyone on this month long crazy thing that has never been done in wrestling before, and you know those codes and whatever. And if it's not a huge payoff, even if it's maybe even I mean they could probably get away with it's some guy from AEW coming over, but I don't think. Oh, it, it needs to be relatively significant. That's for sure. Uh, Dad, uh, when's the, what day is the matches? The third? Monday, yeah. Yeah, you can get an honorary U.S. t-shirt for like $16 by Saturday. I can? Yep. On Amazon? How does Amazon have that stuff that fast? It's probably fake, but... Or, honestly, sometimes they, like, companies companies sell directly on Amazon, and they just give their inventory to Amazon, Amazon fulfills it, and that's how they get it there fast enough. There you go. Just just search honorary U.S t-shirt and i'll come right out for you all right drew when drew will see it on his account i could also see uh coach brian in a uh ultimate bro t-shirt yeah see that's the thing i don't know what he actually uh ordered he wouldn't tell me but i i, I gotta believe it's enough drew i was thinking of coming to brooklyn the following monday is that after extreme rules is that in between is it extreme rules in between the two shows uh, um, 
is Extreme Rules. I don't think so, but it's the 25th anniversary of DX. It is. So October 8th is Extreme Rules from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And then the Monday in Brooklyn is October 10th. Yeah, that's uh, Goog's birthday. I I was thinking of it, and then I looked at tickets, and it's insane how much the tickets are at Brooklyn. Yeah, welcome to New York. I, they're not terrible. I mean, they're... I, they're not awful. Well, I mean, I'm not sitting at the top. I mean, I can't sit far away. No, but but Barclays, if you're like, I was actually just looking if maybe yesterday, the day before. It's like there's some for like a four one forty a pop that are pretty good. Oh, there are. Yeah, they're not great. I mean, they're like you know but maybe you three quarters of the way up the main bowl, but they're not you know. I could fly in Monday. The upper deck of the Barclays Center will give you like altitude sickness. It is no, so steep. It. It's so steep. That one time, I think it was Sam and I sat, like, we sat in the club level for hockey, but it was higher up in the club level where I couldn't really, where it was even steeper. I thought I was going to get sick. No, the, I'm telling you, the Barclays Center upper deck yeah, is the steepest thing I've ever, it's, I, it's, I, couldn't do it. <clears throat> I got up from my seat. I went to the wild were there. They do like their like East coast swing and the, they're playing the Islanders, and the Islanders still played at Barclays on the right. Monday. It must have been President's Day or MLK. It was a day off from work, and it was it was that Monday, and it was a day game. And I went with a friend who just likes hockey and whatever, and um, we got you know kind of last minute tickets and sat way up in the upper deck. And I didn't realize that you don't always realize it going up. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go grab a drink or bathroom, or whatever. I stood up and started to go down the stairs. I was like, oh, my God. If you fell, you would just tumble down the stairs up and over and you'd be dead without a doubt. It, it, it's insane. I couldn't do it. Well, maybe we'll revisit it. Maybe you guys want to come in and go to a free football game Sunday night. A free football game? For, oh yeah, yeah yeah i was like how do you i thought you were talking about like the st thomas game i was like why why would it be free you know what's so uh i'm referring to tampa versus uh kansas city you know what's weird about that is it actually gonna be free well i would imagine they have to be almost free because I... they're saying it's gonna be free and the almost the weirder part is they said that they need volunteers to work it but why would yeah. they like because because the NFL uh, wouldn't pay for them to have people on staff to no, work it. No 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 no. Not they're not saying that they can't afford it. They can't they're they can't find people to work. Oh, people don't want. Oh, okay, that they're makes workers. Sense. They're workers. Guys, I have breaking news that I don't know if either of you are going to care about. Okay. Coolio, the rapper. Yeah. yeah. Dead. Fifty nine years old. Not. Uh, I don't know. What's more shocking though? The fact that Coolio has died or the fact that Coolio is 59 years old? Um, uh, I, I nothing I was going to say the fact I, that Coolio has died yet. Yeah, I yeah. didn't really. Uh, full disclosure, I wasn't 100% sure he was alive. Uh, nothing to do with no no gun, no gun, guns associated. He didn't get bit by that shark that's just floating down the, uh, oh. the street in Fort Myers. He was in L.A. He was in L.A. Oh, of course he was. I the coolio i i i guess well i mean he is probably my age he's 59 a little he's, older yeah uh his real name is artist leon ivy jr but uh coolio went to the bathroom at his friend's house and didn't come back he was lying on the floor well yeah uh how do you know coolio's real name um we're the same age, basically, and uh, I don't know. That's just I, I, you know this about me that I do hold some bizarre trivia things that. Yeah, um, no, totally, and uh, I, and that are useless. Honest, there's plenty of artists and singers and whatever that I would be like, yeah, you know, would know their. You know what name. else I know? I did not them? guess Coolio to be one of them. He was born in Copton. Well, that Artist. yeah. I could have guessed that's, that. That's yeah. That's that's a little bit more obvious. Anyways, we were talking about something. Gangsta's Paradise. That's one of his hits. It what is. What were we talking about? Uh, I don't know. I interrupted you guys to break the coolio. He has ten children, by the way. What? Again, that's, probably not shocking. That's less than. Uh, who's that? Who's and he has one spouse, and only they're only married for four years. Interesting. It's, not, it's like Nick Cannon. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I was Nick Cannon. Think of. Nick Cannon, yeah. 
Um, um, what were we? Oh no. So here's here's my what I here's my take on that moving that game here. Oh, well, that's what it was. I couldn't find people to work it. Yeah, I, th- I th- well, I could be wrong, but I think it's that they can't find people. Oh, no, that would make way way more sense. They're not willing to pay them because I'm guaranteeing the NFL is going to pay them a nice little. Yeah. Nope. Uh, that would make that would make way way more sense. Also, I'm all for making the game free, but I, why would they make the tickets like five dollars? <laughs> True. But it here's is a little my, strange. Here's my here's my thing. If I was Tampa, now I you know. Mother Nature is Mother Nature, but this is—I mean, it's not a very far drive from Kansas City to Minnesota. For those of you that are not in this Midwest here, it's a pretty easy drive. In fact, Sam and I have driven down. We've done it. Yeah, we've done it for baseball games. So this—I mean, Tampa went from having a home game. This is going to be a huge. I mean, Kansas City fans could fill this place. Yeah, no, Tampa got the short end of the stick there, for sure. Now, Mom will be there cheering on Brady, of course, so at least he'll... Uh, yeah, you guys to... are absolutely going. If... Uh, I don't really want to, but I would. I guess it'd be interesting. Free. Uh, but the if problem it, is... I mean, if it's free. But I bet you I bet you they have 25,000 Kansas City fans that drive up. Why wouldn't they? No, yeah, so yeah, they may. It's sort of... I get what the NFL's doing, but... I guess I would have done California and made sure that it'd be difficult for either fan base, but that's fine, whatever. Well, you have to count, yeah. You don't want either team having to travel that far, but. Well, no, but I mean, Kansas City, it's an easy one, so. No, you're you're, you're right about that. Yeah, so. right about that. Um. Anyways, I don't know. That's about all for that, I guess. We'll see what happens. How about the shark that was just in the middle of the street? And I couldn't. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how far inland it was. That it was... had to be fairly far, though. Inland. I mean, I, when you looked at the street, it looked like a neighborhood. I mean, there's not right. that many neighborhoods right on the water. Right. No, that's true. Interesting. That's true. Um, yeah, tough break for, for the Fort Myers, Naples area, considering they went from, like, yeah, it's going to probably be pretty rainy and windy to, oh, you're going to get hit with all of it. You know, that was a bit of a turnaround for that. Yeah, Dad's uh, spring break plans may be in trouble. Well, ironically, this is the, the other thing. I guess I didn't really realize that it was uh, necessarily going to hit Naples. It, it wasn't supposed to. The eye of it's in Fort Myers, basically. Yeah, no, it was, it, it like took a... I don't know, a right turn or a left turn? I don't know which direction. It wasn't supposed to. When I called the Turtle Club yesterday, which, as God is my witness, I did. Why would you do that? But okay. To get a a reservation. Yeah, but you could have... You you followed the news enough. Well, I didn't... Naples just was never in my wheelhouse. It was Tampa, 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 Tampa. No, the Naples... I mean, it was going to rain and be windy in Naples. Yeah, well, whatever that happens. it was not supposed to be like this there. Well, what that, you this should have asked, last what, what Sam should have asked is, why did they answer? Because they didn't know either. That's no. why everyone there is freaking out. Well, and ironically... Nobody's in Tampa. And ironically, um, they happen to have been... They, they closed for a couple of weeks to do some remodeling and stuff. Hmm. So, um, anyways, but... Well, yeah. it, it's not, about not to great, get a little bit more remodeled. Enough. Well, they didn't. They were fixing the roof as it was, so I don't know. But uh, I, I, the little bit I've heard is they got it's mostly water because I don't think people realize after the forty to fifty hurricanes that Florida's had over the last few years, that building is their houses are pretty sturdy. It's the water you can't really. You're, you're you're saying it's not the it's not the wind it's the I'm gonna say the wind was irritating and if you're walking on the street you could have easily got hit with a street sign. But no, no. as you said, there's like a there's a shark swimming through the street. <laughs> yeah, that's for Myers. But they well, uh, next, they're they're next door neighbors. I mean. Yeah, it is. But they um um I think the housing's gonna be okay. It's it's the water and. Guess we'll see what it looks like. But how about all the people that that ran from Tampa to Orlando to be safe, and now it's it's going. Yeah, right now they're they're back they're back in it. And now they're in Orlando, and and Tampa's going to be fine. 
So yeah, I guess in a roundabout way, getting back to it, I, 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 it's, I'm going to guess they will put the game here, only because, um, just because they probably don't want to have to worry about the police and public works and everything. The police. Well, if if you have a game with 60,000 people, then you got resources that could be probably helping with other, you know. What I mean? Sure. That's what. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. Actually, I didn't think of that. You're right. So, so I'm gonna guess they will move it. And the Vikings play at like four in the morning here. So. No, it's at eight thirty. Which is gonna, now they got all these guys hurt. Who? Uh, the dude, the uh, defensive guy from Green Bay. Not that our defense is any good. We're no, back. he's fine. He acted hurt. Oh, yeah, okay. But I'm in, I mean, good thing I don't watch the Vikings game anyways because there's no chance I'm waking up at 6 a.m. to watch them. Yeah, for you it'd be even tougher to watch the uh, worst defense in the league for the third. And that's not opinion, that's factual. Oh, we just can't get better. I already got to wake up at 4 a.m. to watch the uh, North London Derby on uh, Saturday. Wait, so, so help me with this. Aren't aren't don't aren't the uh, Vikings playing in the Tottenham Stadium? Yeah, I sent you a picture. So I had this crazy idea of maybe going to the game, Drew. In London. Yeah, I figured okay. your company could get us tickets. Uh, we don't have we don't quite have a. Uh... That kind of sway in London. Oh, you don't. We don't have that kind of sway in New York. We don't. No, like it's. Uh, I'm it's flattered. Like, you think that, but. Yeah. Well, I guess I take it back. I guess you guys. Uh, it's like four thousand dollars to fly to London from here. Yeah, no, that's. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah, the pound is weak though. So once you get there, it'll be cheap. I I figured it might be, but uh, so no, we're not going to games. Yeah. Speaking of going to games, I. The flights are so expensive though. I just got a last-second invite to go to the Giants game tonight. You did? Yeah, I'll think like... about that. When does it start? Seven. Six forty-five, I think. Who invite? Well, why aren't you gonna go? Um, because they suck. You have tickets. <laughs> Some guy had an extra ticket. That you work with? No, a guy I know from school. Oh. They suck, and it's a little chilly, so we'll see. I wonder how far down on the list he got to you. Uh, I'm not going to ask that question. He got to me. That's all that matters. That's true. That's a good point. Well, I won't, at least a little chilly is better than when we went, and it was 110. Dad? Yeah? Can you not hear me yeah. again? No, you're back now. Couldn't for a second there. I said Chile's better than when we went and it was 110 degrees. Yeah, no, that's, that is true. That is true. Um, fantasy football is very difficult. I, do I look do at you my, want to start with the NFL or do you want to go to your, your top 25 ranked gophers first? Okay. Um, I feel that they're not. Now, I, I don't think it really matters because in the end, you know, if they keep winning, it'll be fine. But I feel they're not ranked high enough. I, uh... No, I don't care, because... Like I, I actually... I'm normally as big a homer as they come. I actually think it's relatively fair, only because I don't... Like... Now, they beat the crap out of the teams they played. But it was very obvious that the com- the coaches and the AP are going to make you earn a ranking or else you would have already been ranked. Well, how did Michigan State become 11th ever? That's where I'm going with this. Clearly, they realized, well, I don't know if Michigan State's good or bad, but I, it doesn't matter. They're a, they're a Big Ten team that was, you know, probably well, middle of the pack Big Ten. We, we ran off the field. But my point being, you know, the only real quality win we have is still a team that's only two and two. You know, it's not like Michigan State is. We thought they were going to be better than they were. Eleventh though, like, how do they screw up that bad? Um, I don't know. I mean, they started the season pretty high, which I think, you they know, started at eleven, didn't they? Well, but, but that's my point. Is like I, there was high expectations for them. They had a few injuries. Their coach apparently sucks, and no one knew. 
And they beat up on the two teams they played to start the year, and then they played a couple real teams, and then they lost. So, I mean, I I, I don't disagree. I, I hate to say this, but 21 seems about about okay. fair. Now, if they can go into – if they can take care of business against Purdue and it looks anything like that Michigan State game, then, you know, then you, then you start to see a team that you feel should get themselves up towards 15-ish, something like that. Because Purdue played Penn State – really tough i mean they're not a they're not a bad football team um they barely lost to syracuse who's four and oh and they you know they almost beat penn state so and um not to mention purdue always plays well against well and bielema specifically as a coach does very well against us so i mean what do you what do you have i mean seriously though like what do you make out of this gopher team especially now no ottman bell and everything what do you guys what do you guys make out of these guys yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, or go ahead if you want to say some. No, I, the Ottman Bell thing did not bother me as much because they have so much depth. If they stay healthy, I mean, if there was, I, you, it's the Gophers, so you just can't get excited. But if there was ever, ever a year, I mean, if you think about it, they could, they there's a decent chance to lose at Penn State. They'll probably lose at Wisconsin. That should be it. Yeah, in a per, I mean, if you think about it, and maybe you somehow beat Penn State, uh, I think Iowa. There's no reason we shouldn't beat them finally at all. Well, it's at home, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they should have 11 wins at the league, or they should only have two losses. I guess that would be 11 and two. Well, like, 10 and two. two. 10 and two, and then I think, right? No, is it 10 and two? Well, and I'm assuming they'll lose if they did play Ohio State. I mean, well, I I think if we. No one. Cares. I guess I don't know. I mean, a t- a two losses may still. I guess if those, depending on who those two losses are, are two, could still get you into the the Big Ten championship game, I suppose. But I, I'm pretty sure you beat Penn State. I listen. Beating Penn State on the road would be phenomenal. If you beat Wisconsin and Iowa, that's that's all. I, that's I think what you have to do. Now, if you win, if you beat Penn State, you have some found. You have a little bit of found house money, as they say, but. Um, you got back-to-back road games with Illinois, who's not actually that bad either, and then Penn State. Um, so I, I worry. I, I don't have high. I mean, listen, we we've played Penn State well in the past, but if you can close close this thing out, you beat Iowa at home. You have to go on the road to Wisconsin. It's obviously a rivalry game. Means everything. It's the oldest rivalry in the history of college football. Etc. Etc. But by they might not even care. That's exactly what I was about to say. By that point, oh, who knows exactly. who else they've lost to? They're already, you know, they're already two and two. If they lose one more Big Ten game, it doesn't matter. Um, well, they play. I I think they play Ohio State and Michigan. Well, they already put, lo- played Ohio State and lost. Oh yeah, Michigan. Yeah, they didn't uh, lose. They got destroyed. That was embarrassing. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I mean, but the, Iowa has to still play Michigan and Ohio State. That's who it was. Yeah. So they have, I mean, and you assume those are probably two. I think Penn State has to play. I Penn State has to play. I think um, Ohio State, Michigan, and Iowa or Wisconsin. One. No, it's us. Who's Penn State? Oh, it's us. Okay. In three straight weeks, Penn State. I actually looked this up the other day because I was curious. In three straight weeks, Penn State goes to Michigan and then hosts us and then hosts Ohio State. Those are their, they have those games three straight okay. weeks. So there's at so, least two losses there. But I mean, even then, I mean, Penn State to us doesn't. I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, it doesn't really matter except for like if we each have a couple losses at the end of the season, and then it's bowl positioning. Really, it, it, who matter? If we can beat Iowa, that that I think is is that's it for us. You know, I think that's what we have to do. So you have to look at this year and you have to say, we need to beat, I mean, it's always beat Iowa. I, I get that. But Iowa will lose to either Michigan or Ohio State. And if we beat them, that should be that should be it for us. Because Wisconsin's already got a Big Ten loss. I have to imagine they have at least one more somewhere on this list because they're clearly not a very good football team. Does Whether Iowa it's at Michigan. Wisconsin? Iowa and Wisconsin play each other. So one of them's going to pick up a loss there. So I think two losses, if one's to Penn State and then one's right. to either, and then one's to probably Wisconsin is how I think it plays out. They that can't probably lose wins. Iowa. 
No, they can't. That's my point. That's the one you have to look at and say that has to be a win. I mean, they all have to be wins in some way or shape or form, but that's the one that you cannot afford to lose if you really seriously want to win this half of the division. But if you actually look at it, though, you have to be super optimistic, though, because we play Iowa at home, and then the Iowa team, their offense can't do anything, and especially okay. they're not going to do anything on the road. And all we have to do is score one touchdown and not let – the Iowa defense score a touchdown, and we're going to win that game easily. So I don't. If you look at it, yeah. we we have honestly have a cakewalk to win the West and to go to the Big Ten championship, and then beating Penn State is will just factor into us maybe going to the uh, college football playoff if we win the Big Ten championship. But that's not going to happen. And way I don't, <laughs> we're getting a little out of our britches there. But yeah, we have a cakewalk to the. And if you look at it, this this Minnesota team is different than other Minnesota teams where we're actually annihilating the teams we should annihilate. So yeah, that's but we have to stay healthy in which we get already have shown we can't do because our best player on the team is out for the year. So the, the, on the topic of different from other gopher teams and I get Michigan state's not, you know, turned didn't turn out to be any world beater, top 15 team, anything like but that, we don't but usually beat them. we don't normally beat them. We, I don't think we have beat them on the road for sure in over 10 years. We don't yeah, I think it was 2009 maybe. Yeah, we don't we don't play them that often. But that's a statement to basically go into a road game in the Big 10 no matter who you're playing and essentially you know, blank the other team until it's fully out of hand. I mean that game was 31-0 and then they just started taking out, you know, taking out the starters as they, they, let me put it this way. They didn't score on our first team defense. And right. that's, I think, was our biggest question coming into the year was you knew the offense had a, a floor because they had Ibrahim back. They had Potts back. You had a very deep receiving core. They still had a really good line that, you know, the guys they lost were supplemented by guys who played last year, plus transfers from big time programs. Tanner Morgan's in his 12th year of college. He's got his favorite offensive coordinator back. You were like, this offense is going to, at very minimum, at least be good. They have a chance to be great. As PJ likes to say, we got to be great. But there's a chance they were for sure going to be good. But it was like, is this defense going to show well, up? And I think the defense has... great in the, in, in the Purdue championship. Well, we do, we're 0-0 in the Purdue championship season. We yeah. just got to, you know, we got to win one. We just have to go 1-0. Yeah. But if you think about it, I our first team defense has let up, like, a field goal all season. Right. Right. That's it. Shout out New Mexico State. We lost, or not lost. We let up 10 points total to Western Illinois, seven of which were in the fourth quarter. We let up seven points to Colorado in the fourth quarter when it was 42 to nothing. And we let up seven points to Michigan State when it was 31 or 34 nothing, whatever, in the fourth quarter. That first team defense, which was, if there was, the question mark coming into the season has essentially not let up a touchdown. Now, that will not last all season, but that is, to Sam's point, why it feels a little different. And that's the gopher, so who knows. But they, for whatever reason, PJ, Rossi on defense, Soraka on offense, like those, it just works with those three guys. Well, if they don't screw this up, they could easily be in the Orange Bowl. You could be there. Yeah. It, it, yeah, totally. And And... This is the stat I saw. I was trying to find it. Fleck, Rossi, Rossi, however you say it, and, and Chiraka, Soraka, however you say it, have coached 21 total games yeah, it's together. Yeah, crazy. That's it. 21 games together, those three guys. In those three games, they are eight, or in those 21 games, they're 18 and three. That's, that's pretty significant. I mean, that's pretty significant. If, for whatever reason, Soraka didn't decide to leave, in those 21 games, 36 points per game on offense, 18 points allowed per game on defense. That's that's legit. I mean, that's a that's a program. I don't know, not building. It's already built. You could just take Fleck out of that. Yeah, yeah. I, say listen, no. say what you will about him. No, I, I'm not, it, I I get it. It it what he does works for whatever reason. So I don't know. I there's something cautiously optimistic i like the fact that they're not overhyped i feel like in 2019 they kind of hit that hype train pretty early and it you know didn't come crashing down they won the outback bowl they beat auburn bo nicks that whole thing but like it i kind of like how 
it, they're slowly building up to it, and you know they'll probably go into that game if they can take care of business against Penn State. You know that could be that could be two top ten, two borderline top ten teams going into that game. I mean, Penn State if they take care of business, uh, they have Michigan the week before, but if Penn they lose to Michigan in a tight one, they'll still be top ten. Penn State is the most overrated team every single year. Uh, you know, their coach is pretty awful. <laughs> I think it's yeah. really, I hate to say it, but I think it's almost exclusively him. He's terrible. He's terrible. He used to be their quarterbacks were always a little iffy, but Clifford's actually, I think, had a, a pretty solid year, at least statistically. But Which James one of you two are the police after? Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's me this time. It's actually, um, that's not the police. That's a fire truck. Either I'm in a bunker. Sirens. You can't hear anything down here. Sirens oh, are slightly different. That's true. Um, How about... I mean, shouldn't Kansas be uh, rated? Yeah. Turn around. Totally. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I think for whatever reason, it's very clear that this the AP and whatever is you got to beat teams to get that ranking. And they beat some good teams. But, but like, you, like we talked about earlier, that makes sense. But the teams yeah. that are highly rated haven't beat any teams to be rated that high. So. I'm more meant to like kind of climb the ladder. If you start, you know, at ten, they're just going to keep moving you up if you don't lose. But you know, and Syracuse, where are they at? Oh my God, Kansas has beat better. Kansas has beat better teams than Syracuse. Kansas has beat West Virginia, Houston, and Duke was actually undefeated. Uh, Syracuse hasn't really. Well, they beat Virginia. Louisville. I don't think Virginia's any really any good this year. But yeah, but yeah. I think they were two and one. They they beat Purdue. And Purdue, they beat three like. They didn't beat. They're they're barely they barely beat Purdue and barely beat Virginia. No, though. they barely won all their games. They're no, they beat all. they beat Louisville pretty good. And UConn, who's like might be worse than Colorado. UConn is, is terrible. Kansas is decent. One pretty. I mean, they took West Virginia to overtime. They went from the worst uh, program in the country yeah. to. Yeah, they got some. Who knows? I, but that was one school. We, we've always talked about this. That was one school that never really made sense. And don't get me wrong, the Gophers, you've always said this, Dad, if Iowa and Wisconsin and whoever can be as good as they are, why can't Minnesota? I think we're seeing us get there. But I, I feel Kansas like is one of but like, State. what'd you say? Yeah, I feel like if Appalachian State can be good. Well, Appalachian State was not better than we were, but no. my but Kansas was one of those schools that like, I it, it really never made sense to me. I mean, it's it, it, be it, as bad as they were, yeah. And like they're in the Big Twelve, and I get there's other huge schools in the Big Twelve, but like the Minnesota, when you look at who they have and their recruiting bed and who they can go after, like they are competing with massive programs. Like who's Kansas competing with out there? Like Nebraska sucks now. The Dakota schools aren't real schools. Like yeah, Texas kind of just deals with Texas and stuff. Like I don't know, it, it never really I mean, made sense to me. What has Texas won lately? Nothing. And. They had an opportunity and threw it away again. So college football for the first time, maybe in a long time, there is some parity. Yeah. Except yeah. Although I, but also I feel like for the first time in Ohio State feels legit, and they're always good. Don't get me wrong, but I, this. No, I think I, Ohio State hasn't blown a team out like Wisconsin and, and like that. That felt that felt significant. How about the University of Miami? That that was they they got destroyed at home against someone pretty bad. Yeah, I think there was Middle there might have there might have been a hundred people at the game too, well, which right is after, pretty sad. Did, did one of their players say that we have no home field advantage or something? <laughs> I do think somebody said something along those lines. And then no one showed up at the game. So yeah, no, there was absolutely no one there. Yeah. Well. Um. I guess, I mean, my take is this is if they don't do it this year, then when will they? The Gophers? Hmm? You know what's crazy? I And I I lose track of who exactly seniors because of all the different tra- – like, at this point, I'm kind of like the, the transfer rules and the COVID year. Like, I don't know. Like, apparently Altman Bell can come back, which – whatever. So I don't even try to keep track of exactly who's a senior and who's not. Apparently – the guy behind Tanner Morgan is was like a super highly touted recruit. So there's a chance we get better oh, freshman next year. He's not a freshman, no. He's a uh, I don't know if he's a, so- a technically a sophomore because he um, probably redshirted a year. 
what is he's got four years of eligibility remaining, including this one, I suppose. He's got three more after this. Ethan Kaliakmanis. I, I had to Google his name. I was like, I'm going to pronounce it I have, it wrong. Uh, I have he apparently is better. He was like a top. He was the number like 16 quarterback in the country. And he's just sitting on our bench behind Grandpa Morgan, who's had a great year, don't get me wrong. But is it possible news. we our offense gets better with this guy? Maybe. I have breaking news, though. Judge hit I a have, home run. Uh, did. Judge did hit a home run. Um, he did. I was, I was going to say that. I just wanted to make sure people didn't think it was Flavor Flav that got. No, it's, it's cool, Leo. But, I think we're um, on, the judge home, on the Judge home run, at what point will we find out that there's some, that it's not kosher? <laughs> there's something I going think the on. The only thing I'll say is it took him so long to hit this one that maybe people – it, it, it well, was. Okay. And how about how the league is changing the balls for him? And you can't tell me that they're just yeah. scuffing balls. They're actually juicing the balls. All of a sudden, I mean, it just makes no sense what's going on here. But whatever. I, I couldn't have any – you talk about a sport – that that just literally like this is the most exciting thing that's happened in baseball in how many years? No one cares about baseball. Well, I say the pool thing was more exciting, and they are covering they cover that less than this. That's exactly what I was about to say. How about the fact that there was zero fanfare about Albert Pujols hitting 700 home runs, which I'm sorry is way more impressive than 61 in a season. Right. He did, he did cheat to get there too, but yeah. Pujols, nah. He he's cheating this year. He's, like he's, no, he just, he's not cheating this year. He, they just only make him go out there against left-handed hitters, and he doesn't have to play the field anymore. He's living life. Why is he retiring? Like, I feel like he could do this for another five years. He could do exactly what he did this year, yeah. DH against lefties for another year, probably hit another 20, At 30 home runs. Year. Yeah. He could, he mean, could easily end up on, I guess, what? where would that put him if he hit 20 or 30 more? Third? Is that math right? I forget exactly the numbers. Yeah, I don't know why. I I say he comes back. Someone said something like, do you think he's – I saw on Twitter someone, like, kicking around the idea of, like, do you think, like, St. Louis would be like, hey, man, if you want to come back, we'll only make you face lefties and – How many home gotta... runs did he have this year? Uh, He had – What's he on, like, 20 or something? I'll tell you in just a moment. Uh, 21. And 19 are in the second half of the year. Shocker. He's on roids. You can't and tell no, me he's and, not. And no one on the Twins has 21 home runs. I don't think that's true. It's not. No, my true, honestly. I have no idea. And Judge Judge would only have 40 home runs in a normal MLB ballpark. You can, he'll fly ball in Yankee Stadium. Uh, two people have 21 home runs. Oh, they do on the Twins? Carlos Correa has exactly 21, and Byron Buxton has 28. Also, why are, why would people give the ball back to Judge? He can buy it off me. He makes $100 million. I agree. I wouldn't give it. Those idiots that gave it to him for free? No yeah. chance. If he really wants the ball, he can buy it off me. I'll give him, I'll give him a million-dollar discount. I don't care. Help me understand why Judge wouldn't go to Boston and play there in that stadium. He could hit 70, 80 home runs there. There was actually, did you see the thing on Twitter that was like how many, uh, oh, by the the ball, 61 went in the dugout, by the way, so no fan has it. Um, but did you see the thing on Twitter about like how many he would hit in every stadium? Oh. Fenway, he if he played every single game in Fenway, he actually oh. would have only be at 57. I don't believe that. It's, they, Okay. It's true. No, I mean, I I know. I I find it hard to believe. Uh, obviously, if he was in Colorado or Cincinnati, which Cincinnati's tiny, Colorado's in Colorado, he'd have 69 in each. Would you like to guess where he would have the least home runs if he played? Um, the only thing really working against him in in Fenway is how high the fence is. I mean, he hits the ball pretty hard. He's not like a big, you know, kind of moonshot. Dodgers stadium? Like, what's the biggest stadium? Uh, the Dodgers, he would have 64. They're actually the fifth most. What? Yep. Houston? Uh, no, they're somewhere in the middle 10, because this has the top 10 and the bottom 10. I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know what the biggest Toronto. He would only have 48... Home runs. 
if he played every single one of his games in Comerica Park. Down in Detroit. I have no idea why. I have um, no idea. I guess left field must be very deep in Comerica Park. I, know, cent- I know center's super deep. It's like 425. Yeah, exactly. Uh, followed by Kansas City, 54. Pittsburgh, 54. Minnesota, they didn't account for who he'd be facing. So that's at huh. 55, actually. Yeah, uh, Baltimore, St. Louis, Boston, Cleveland, San Francisco, City Field are your bottom 10. Milwaukee. They also probably didn't factor in that Minnesota's ten degrees for the first month of the year, so he wouldn't have been heading home. No, they literally, yeah, they literally just like ran the like exit velo, distance, uh, uh, launch angle, and like where where that would have ended up and in each park. Yeah, they didn't account for it. Was like if every home or every ball he hit was exactly the same, but in these parks, yeah, they would have he would have hit. They were not accounting for like anything else. That was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty interesting, actually. That is, I, I, I think the Fen, I, yeah. I but yeah, I, I, I'm like, don't get me wrong. 61 home runs in a season is insane. He's having an absolutely historic, you know, hitting year in a, in a, in a year where hitting is across the league down. But I find 700 home runs in a career to be much more impressive. Just to do it that well for that long. I mean, there's only three guys who have done a, hit more home runs in a career. And if he played one more year, there'd only be two. Because he would – I had to look it up. Babe Ruth hit 714. You're telling me between the few games left this year and one more season, he wouldn't hit 14 more home runs, 15 more? Um, what's New York going to do when he leaves? Oh, God. I cannot wait. I cannot tell you how excited I am. He's clearly leaving. Unless they just yeah. give him so much money that he just has to say. I, I, he, yeah, I really, God, I hope he, he's, I hope he leaves so bad. I'm not kidding. If you're Boston, you do every, you sign him. I mean, you do everything you can to sign him. I, I, I actually hope he just goes to like LA. I hope he just like says it, it, F it. The Dodgers? Like, yeah, I just hope he takes the, as much, like, I just hope he just gets some massive contract from like LA and then, Everyone can actually look at the Yankees and be like, you guys, the New York Yankees, were just too cheap. You were just too cheap. And that would be so beautiful to me. The Angels got to sign him. They can add him on another massive contract. How about the Padres? Yeah, or the Padres. I I just want someone – I want the team to make no sense, and I want them to just pay him absurd amounts of money. So it's very clearly only for the money. Because if he goes to Boston, it'll become this whole thing where he did it in spite of the Yankees and blah, blah, blah. Like – no, I want him to. Boston can't sign him. They can't even sign their own guys right now. He's also from California, I think, technically. Isn't By he? the way, uh, the only reason that the ball landed in the bullpen is because some moron with a glove Some guy dropped it. it. Yeah, yeah. That only cost that guy maybe a million dollars. Probably a lot of money. Probably a lot That's of money. Why you so got we got anything else on, on Judge cause we, or, no. or any other boat rowing? Because we, we only got about seven. No, the Yankees yeah. will lose first round because they don't have to play the Twins. They don't get to play the Twins this year. Right. So. Oh, oh, I, I know. know. I know. Um, oh, never mind. So Vikings, London. Uh, Vikings are only going to be in London for like two days. I actually read the interview they had with the guy that they signed, they brought in from the Rams, who are like one of the healthiest teams every year. Apparently, were somehow knock on wood, pretty healthy. What he said about like he he was like when we was when he was in with the Rams, he did the London thing four times. I was like, that's insane that they made that team go. Yeah, four that's from I mean from Los Angeles. Right. Or I guess maybe it's St. Louis portion, but either way. No, I don't. I think it was L.A. Four times from there. That's insane. But either way, um, I was fascinated, actually. The Like, he had a whole plan. He was, like, straight from practice to the plane, immediate lights off, shades shut. I was like, listen, you guys clearly put some thought behind this. It's kind of cool. I found shade, it semi-interesting. Shades shut. If the Vikings defense can't get one interception against Jameis Winston, then... Uh... He might not even play now. So, okay. I have a hypothetical for you guys. I already know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Who would you have the Viking? Who would you rank most like you would most in, want them to, to least want them to face as the opposing quarterback? It's so simple. Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill. In that and order. Guess what? As a full game quarterback. 
and because I already can give you my answer, because guess who I picked up today to play tight end for my game? Taysom Hill. Yep. He's not going to play the whole game as quarterback, though. That's the, the he's going to get the more or less the same amount of carries. If I'm the Vikings defense, I want to play against Taysom Hill because he can't oh. throw. He only runs, and we can. Stop I would rather. That, so I don't know. That's actually what I agree with you. If you are picking one guy to drop back as the quarterback, primary quarterback, every single play. I pick Taysom Hill. If he is not doing that, I want him nowhere near the United Kingdom. Um, I he he absolutely doesn't even sort of scare me as a well, every play starting quarterback. He terrifies me as a guy who's well, going to play five. By the plays. way, by the way, he's not. If he is the starting quarterback, he is going to run. So you're going to get both those guys. No, he's going to play. He's going to play no matter what. So my point is, I would rather have him play the whole game because he's the worst passer out of the three by far, and he's probably less inclined to run. Like, the, it's not going to be as prepared in a way. And I it, like his I like his chances against our defensive backs. I really do. I I picked him. up. He's an awful, awful quarterback. He's incredible at what he does. I if I'm picking one guy to drop back thirty times. It's Taysom Hill. If I'm picking a guy well, to do, yeah, but he's, but he's playing the worst defensive backs ever. No, I'm. That wasn't my question. As, my question was, if you picked one guy to play quarterback for the whole game, in what order would you rank those three? Yeah, I'd, I would want to. I would want to play against Hill, Dalton, then Jameis. I'd, I'd probably just, pay, take Jameis over over Dalton because uh, Jameis is gonna. The only way we're gonna get. A turnover is if Jameis just throws it to us, and he's he might. No, but Jameis gets. Jameis will get two touchdowns and two interceptions. Right, Andy Dalton will just get the two the two touchdowns. He'll just take no, his way down the field and we'll let him. But he could also get zero. That's true. Yeah, no, you're 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 going for risk reward there. I get that. I understand that. I respect that. I'm starting Taysom Hill at tight end because even no, if he he, he will. My point though is he's going to get. He would obviously get a lot of points. Or more points as a regular quarterback, but I don't think he'd get that many. No, I, I wouldn't start him as a quarterback, bats. but considering you put him in the tight end spot and he plays quarterback, he's going to get a no, ton I, of points. and I I understand yeah. and, and agree, especially if Jameis is hurt with that fantasy decision. My point is him as a gadget player to him as a regular quarterback, that is not that much more valuable for you as a fantasy owner, and I actually think it's a detriment to the team. Because those passing plays are just not going to be very good. There is a reason he is still there and is the third string quote unquote quarterback, and no other team wants him as a quarterback because he's a bad quarterback. But he's great at what he does, and I and I I hate it, but it's true. I know we touched on this before, but I'm sorry. An absolute failure pick in the first round to have a first round defensive back again not play, not even be able to crack the worst. Back the worst defense in football. Come on. I don't know why this bothers you so much, to be honest. It, it bothers me. Because, here's why it bothers me. It's because of the trading back and the trading back. But here's uh, can I tell you something about the trading back? The trading back is why we have the guy starting at right guard for us and a right guard that is actually playing incredibly well. It's also the reason why we have our essentially third linebacker. It's also the reason why we have. Now they're ironically also injured, but two other cornerbacks we may not have had before. Well, you can't look at it as scene swapping out for the guy they would have taken. You have to look at what else they got because of it, which includes a guard on an offensive line that is playing actually very well. But by the way, uh, the guy who replaced CNA is the greatest uh, yeah, right. safety in the history of the NFL and is the I only agree. guy who can cover, yeah. so but I don't I, care. You should be playing over all of them for whatever well, I'm it is. Not, I'm not disputing. Yeah, they're playing the right guy. Completely agree. I, but he's also taken. a first year. He's also a first year rookie. So why are you going to rush a guy in just for the sake of rushing him in if you actually have a guy that's oh, there, I got ready and, and better? I got a newsflash. He's never gonna. He'll never play for okay. the Vikings. Sure. Well, they, you just just got done telling me that the guy that replaced him is the greatest player ever. Okay, and, greatest players ever was we were having some fun. But my but you're the one that's been hating on Harrison Smith for the past two and a half years. So I if know, he walks at the end of the season, having a first strong guy to replace him with a year under his belt and not having to rush into things seems pretty valuable. I say this guy sucks, otherwise he would have played. I say this guy I, missed by the way, training camp and why rush him in if your safeties are actually playing half I'm, season. I don't hate I don't hate Harrison Smith. I would just play him at linebacker. He just can't cover anyone. 
but I, I would literally put him at linebacker. So yeah. I, I think he's an unreal tackler can cover a back out of the field, you know. Hey, hey, hey was maybe the wrong word. I meant you, you don't, appre- you don't think he's a good safety. I right. Guess. I think he'd be an unreal linebacker. So I would just use him differently. I don't want him off the team. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. In all honesty, but I don't know. I can't imagine New Orleans being good enough to beat us, but I mean, it's the Vikings. Again, oh, they easily should have lost last game, but thanks to the idiot coach of Detroit. I yeah no, and that's true. But I you know what I I don't know I I Detroit it's, I can't let him say this out loud. Detroit's a a good team, and yes, yeah. the coach was probably why we came back. But like at least we came back. How many years? I mean, how often have we seen them not do that? Not take advantage? The week before when we went to Philly, how many chances did they give us to work our way back into that game? Never could. So you know, it was good to well, see. And it I, was great. It was great to see Mike Hughes still sucks. Oh yeah, you're yeah, forgetting okay. that part of it. The only reason we came back is because Hughes was covering. No, the only reason we came back is because they were quadruple covering Jefferson. They didn't have enough guys to cover the other ones, which oh. I, I totally understand, by the way. But if 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 this past week should have done did nothing else for tape for teams, it was okay. We can't actually just guard Jefferson because I so, think the Eagles were like, I think we just have to guard Jefferson, and then let me add, they didn't I'm know what to do, and now it's. I'm glad you brought that up. They triple team Jefferson and stopped him. Um, the Detroit Lions have a receiver who might be the greatest of all time called Ahmad Brown. Why don't we? Why can't we cover him? We know he's the only one that's going to get the ball. He could barely walk. We couldn't cover him. Yeah, I, but Jefferson, who is no, but th- that was a no conscious problem. decision. Why didn't we make a conscious decision to? Oh, I, it's a, it's a, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. I thought you were claiming like Jefferson needed to do better. I, th- I, I no, was, I don't I, blame I, Jefferson. Yeah, he did. I was misunderstanding what you're saying. Yeah, no, I. We didn't take their best receiver out. I totally agree. I there's clearly a few things on both sides of the ball with the new coaching staff and a handful of new players, not a ton, but a handful of new players that they're still working out. Because Kirk, for all of his faults, for all of his faults, so many. does not normally just like throw the ball to nobody like he has in the past few weeks. And on defense, not only are they playing soft, but you know how many times they show replays and like guys just don't know who to cover like there are clearly still some some growing pains with the new coordinators and the and the new coach and the new systems and you hope it gets better over the season the good thing is the saints stink uh yeah the what i I agree yeah no the good news is the saints stink uh the good news is after that the bears stink and the good news is after that apparently no one can beat the dolphins it'll be a nice trip to miami and then we have the bye so it's like it, I, we said this last week. The, the schedule now looks a little bit perhaps better than it did after week one. But still, if you can beat the Saints who are hurt and bad, if you can beat the Bears at home who are just bad, even if you lose to the Dolphins, you then get the Cardinals at home who know who knows what to make of them. I mean, you go into the bye at, what is that, three, two, three, four, either four and three or, or five and two, like, you know, that's oh the Cardinals are after the bye. You go into the bye, whatever I just said, four and two, or like it's not that bad. You know, it's that's all you could have asked for, and you get an extra week to work through these things. So I, there's clearly something that they're all still learning because, like I said, Kirk, as as many problems as he has, he doesn't just like throw the ball to nobody like he has been. He, there's still something not quite clicking. Um, still may not make a difference. We'll find out. What was Earth Smith out with last year? What was hurt? Didn't he? He did something to his thumb in preseason. I know. That I can't remember if it last. I think last year was a lower body situation, and then I believe in preseason he, or early on in the off season, he hurt his thumb, and that's what got him off to a late start in the uh, in the in the preseason. Is that why he just absolutely can't catch anymore? Yeah. I it's fine with me. Throw to the tight end less. I don't really care. You have three phenomenal receivers. We have Munt. The Munt. The Munt cake. Munt reminds me of, like, Kyle Rudolph. Like, I, he's not going to... Speaking of which, why doesn't he get on the field? They he have did. no receiver. He did. 
Oh, he finally played. I, I, I almost texted you actually. He had one. Up, he, had, he had one catch, but I meant to text you. He, I just I was not even watching the game. I was walking into the kitchen, and I just heard like, and that's Kyle Rudolph, and I stopped in my tracks and turned around, and there he was. With the, what is he? He wears like number eight now or something. Yeah, he's like number eight now or something. It looks ridiculous in the in the Tampa Bay font on his like six six frame. It looks absurd, but I was like, oh my god, he exists. So yeah, they did finally, they did finally activate him. They probably heard you. They must listen to the show. Well, I just, you know, everyone out there watching Monday Night Raw will probably be in the back. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see if I can get tickets. Oh, and uh, after Extreme Rules, it'll be it'll be good. I should buy those sooner rather than later. I might fly out. There. I, I feel like I should go. Like I feel like it, I, I should go sooner. If we can find reasonable tickets. Up. All right, well, this has been another edition of Apples to Apples. Stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor Corner.